this morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. That's a beautiful thing. We're just looking at more pictures of Sphere up there in Vegas. Oh, and man. you too. Might have to... Uh, Adam Ray's a very generous man with the tickets for his show, but I, I've seen Adam <laughs> Ray. I love my man Adam, but he'll be back. I want to fly my uh, necklace Scottish cousin out there to Vegas. To Sphere? We're taking you to Sphere to see you too. Oh, the visual spectacular, 360 degree views. You bastard! <laughs> Why would you take me? I can't look around. If I can't look about, why the hell would I go to a visual 360 degree spectacular? I'm gonna kill you. Get over in front of me again. Stop dancing around. You stand directly in front of me. I've got stabbing ideas. All this, oh, by, uh, it's great. Uh, Paul Penzone has decided to step down as sheriff of um, Maricopa County. I don't know if you guys saw that. Is this a political yeah. move? I don't know, but he's deciding to step down. I don't know what his intentions are, but decided to step down. <laughs> Your cousin probably looks like an uncircumcised dick when he wears a turtleneck. <laughs> yep. Hey, oh, great, thanks. Oh, Johnny, you bought me a turtleneck, you son of a bitch. Turtleneck with a straw for breathing in it. Uh, so Penzone's stepping down, which has me afraid that Sheriff Joe Arpaio thinks he's got his job back. Because he's still running for mayor out there in Fountain Hills. We're getting close to the... I got to go out there today, too. I got to go out to Fountain Hills to meet the guys from Wilderness Athlete. So uh, I'll be looking for Sheriff Joe again as he wanders door to door. But uh, with the election, Kerry Lake is running for Senate. We're going to have a hilarious election here next year, boys. Hilarious. And I've never had political aspirations because I'm too stupid. You have to be an extraordinary person to A, believe you can do that, and B, actually do it. So you have to think you're extraordinary to run. You have to be extraordinary to achieve. The problem is we've got too many people who think they're extraordinary and can't actually be extraordinary. So I've always thought to myself, when I'm smarter than the person who's running something, there's something wrong with that thing. And I find myself being that person way too often now. But I would do things different if I was like, because president, we're going to have Biden, Trump. And this is going to be, guys, look forward to it. I know it's going to be trouble. Thanksgiving's going to be hard and election year's right around the corner and all that stuff's going to start real heavy in February, real heavy. But just be more like me and do it for the laughs because we've got a lot of them coming our way. When Trump and Biden start fighting again, the old man fights, it's everything we dream of. If you, if I told you right now, right outside my door are two 80-year-old men fighting, what would you do? You'd run and watch. I'm paying. I'm, I'm paying, paying for that. For yeah, I'd pay for that. Two 80-year-old men are fighting outside. Hilarious. 
And then about five minutes into it, I'm like, okay, this is uh, it's sad. And then yeah. you walk away, but you know, you you find your entertainment just. And then two days later, hey, those two old men are fighting again. You'd be like, oh my god, and you get bored with it a little bit. But every time they start to dust up again, you're going to go pay attention because they chances are they're going to say something really out of time. Like there's going to be a racial slur or a slip up somehow oh, that makes you go, oh, old man talk. I just feel if, if those are the two that they'll make it when the dust settles, there's not going to be they're, they're not going to debate. Oh, they'll debate. One, one will debate. The other one, uh, Biden will, Biden will not. Oh, there's either no way. way. Either no. way, they'll be yelling from a distance, which is almost even better that they're I shouting across. I should say won't debate. Yeah. Can't debate. Shouting across the road at each other. It's going to be hilarious. One thing I would do as president, though, especially if I was Trump, you want a diverse cabinet, right? You want to appoint people of color. And I mean, Gavin Newsom's in trouble in California because two years ago he said when Dianne Feinstein steps down, and boy, did she ever step down. Oof. She took that seriously. He, he had no intention of hiring anyone but a black woman. And people are like, oh, I mean, how is that search for the best candidate? And maybe it maybe it will be a black woman, but shouldn't you do this, that, and the other first? So the, the, the goal in politics is to make it look like you're not racist, but all the time you do it, you look more racist. But if I'm Trump, let me make this suggestion. Instead of Fauci, instead of uh, like some doctor that we've heard of, to, to charge up the CDC, because I just saw this dude signed a deal with, uh, I forget the name of the company. You see, and instead of like a, it's uh, like GSK. Carson. Yeah, yeah, you don't, well, he's dead. So you don't want, like, there's a bunch of like, you just don't want that stuff. You want, uh, you want this dude. Magic Johnson just signed a deal with uh, medic, medicine companies. And I'm listening, and I realized it when I saw this. Magic Johnson is being paid by medical companies to give us advice. Who is going to argue with Magic Johnson's medical advice. The dude was the first one to cure AIDS, and he did it quietly. And now he's on something where he's uh, he's in the Healthcare Initiatives Board, Sideline RSV. Uh, I think it's a GSK, which was, used to be Glaxo Welcome and all Smith. that. Other, yeah, Smith well, Carney or whatever like it is. That. Yeah, they're, uh, they're focused uh, this year is to get the word out that people have to get an RSV vaccine. Now, if Magic Johnson tells me, I'm questioning Dr. Fauci. I'm questioning all politicians that say, go get a shot. Travis Kelsey can't even convince me in those commercials to double up on the vaccine. But if Magic Johnson's okay with it, I'm okay with it. Magic Johnson knows how to fix things. If you'd have taken me back, like, take me back to 1991. Bill Cosby, you whisper in my ear, by the way, in the year 2023, Bill Cosby will still be alive and in jail for rape. Uh, O.J. Simpson will have been in jail once for theft and uh, Dodge Jail once for slicing the head off a woman. Bruce Jenner's a woman. 1991, you're telling me all this stuff. And then you say, and uh, I know the recent news of Magic Johnson is is harrowing, but in 2023, he's alive and he's a health spokesman. What? Maybe the most shocking one. Well, he's taking every medication possible. Yeah, he knows everything, and his heart's still ticking. If Magic Johnson said, did you get the vaccine? I'm getting a vaccine that day. <laughs> Magic Johnson is inarguably like the most effective health spokesman on the planet, at least in the United States. If Magic says do it, do it. He's tested everything. You think Magic Johnson didn't run to the doctor like 
the day after he did that press conference back in 91 and just put his arms out, and there were needles in every vein going, we're going to try it all, Magic, and it worked. The one thing we didn't hear about is, um, at least unless it was completely stealth, is Tripp's, uh, you know, to go see a shaman with some kind of Who person. knows what he did? Yeah. But whatever he did, he did it. In 1991, you come out publicly and say, I've got HIV. That's a death sentence. Everybody was waiting for magic to shrink up and become sad and die. Magic got fatter, like a lot fatter. He seems healthier today than he's ever been. You see him, it's like, man, the dude looks great. Magic's got to almost be 70 years old. He looks phenomenal. The first time you hit the basketball court, it looked like... Uh, David Blaine did a card trick, and the players scattered. <laughs> well, scared. that was when we still didn't know. Yeah. We were still like, Magic is doing all right a couple years later, and then he hit that All-Star game the year after he announced his HIV, and Carl Malone's like, I'm not guarding that. Hey, he won a gold medal, too. Yeah, and he went and got a gold medal. I mean, if you want health advice, who are you going to listen to, Dr. Fauci or Magic Johnson? So I highly recommend, and it's not even political. I don't know where Magic sits on the... Uh, political spectrum. He's a big-time businessman and billionaire, so probably kind of Republican. Future owner of the uh, Red red Commanders kids? The, the Red Commanders. Red, red yeah, commander. That's right. Why don't we call them the Red Commanders? <laughs> yeah, he's got ownership, and like he's a big-time businessman from billionaire standpoint. Those movie theaters he had for years, and he's invested in car dealerships. So this dude's got some business interests that don't exactly go to the liberal agenda, but I'm sure he's got, you know, he's from L.A. and, you know, he's probably got, and Detroit, he's probably got his liberal ways too. But either side could pick him up and put him in charge of the health department, and that's the guy you got to go with. That'll fix that. I'm like, oh, my magic said to take a (laughs) shot to fix something. Take that shot. You got me, dudes on the fence, who the first time through just said, get it off my desk. I'll take the vaccine because if it's going to kill us, and our government's got us that bad. I don't really want care to be here anyway. Like, this isn't exactly something I'm too thrilled to be part of if the whole agenda is to give us a vaccine that starts killing us. We're, we're going to lose some other way because they're in charge of the food. So if vaccines are the way they got us and we didn't fall for it, trust me, your corn will be next. And they won't. there'll be no hesitation to kill us with that. But uh, so next time the government starts to tell me to take a vaccine, that's... But Magic Johnson tells me to take any pill. And I didn't have to ask for what. I'm taking it. And if Cookie steps in, for oh. sure. If Cookie Johnson's involved, she dated and had sex That's with him. That's miracle woman. She is the, she's the one we need to start taking blood from. She was taking every angle Magic had. And the dude had angles. Ass, mouth. <laughs> no look. That thing, those, yeah, the no-look pass. Sometimes at dinner, she just get, God damn it, Irvin. Just getting, ha-ha, ha-ha-ha. Come on, cook. I got you in the mouth. Come on, cook. Cookie bend over. But you got AIDS. I don't have AIDS. Come on, cook. I don't know you're immune to it. I don't think anybody immune to it, Magic. Come on, cook. You, Magic. Cookie didn't get it. I still think that my theory holds true. It was the biggest misdiagnosis in the history of medicine. There's and then something they, to and it. And then they made him the face of AIDS, and it was too late to pull back when they're like, oh, wait, you don't have it. 
So it's like, it's too late. We can't say you don't have it now. You've, you've done like everything great for the, like you've made it, you streamlined it, which was something that they could not do. They couldn't take it out of the gay culture. Even Rock Hudson comes out. Oh my God, that strapping Rock Hudson is like, eh, he's also gay. Like, ah, oh, it's the AIDS. Like it was still a gay thing in 1991, whether people want to admit that or not. Magic Johnson made it an all of us problem. And he's better from it. And Cookie never got it. How did he deliver? Thinking back on that, how do you go to your wife? Because he told her before he told us. He told her multiple times. (laughs) No, no, but the AIDS thing. I know. But he told her first. maybe she's been conditioned with uh, the other stuff. Imagine today's the day. Like, I have to do a blood draw today. And it never bothers me that I'm going to come back with an AIDS report. But think of going back to Ronnie. Well, you just got the news. <laughs> How do you? I I just never show up at home again. Hey, come on, cook. I got the A's. What? Like there's n- and she stayed. Yeah, that's my baby. Come on, cook. You all right with it, right? That's my boo. Do you still love me? You got me. If I have AIDS, you in big trouble. Like that, she had to go get tested there. You got what? AIDS. Oh, god damn it. That she had to go to the doctor <laughs> and just keep her fingers crossed. Cook, cook ain't got the AIDS. Come on, cook. Well, I'm going to stay. I'm sticking around because you meant it. She's immune to it. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 Holmberg's Morning Sickness. So anything Magic Johnson says as far as health, one of the biggest providers of drugs to to the American people, to the world, GSK has hired him as their spokesperson for a vaccine for some respiratory disease for people over 60. Okay. You get no argument from me. Magic says take it, you take it. I question nothing about getting a jab when Magic Johnson says it's okay. And if, yeah, you're right. If Cookie Johnson comes out, she's like the czar of health to me. Yeah, that's the stamp. Although it is a little unfair. It's the same way as, like, if Magic tried to get you to play basketball like him. Cookie has a gift, which is AIDS avoidance. Oh, I I can't imagine going home. I got to talk to you. What is it? I got uh, bad news at the doctor today. Is it another baby? <laughs> is it cancer? No. It's the AIDS. Oh. Oh. This is bad for everyone. Maybe. But how? <laughs> how did it happen? Blood transfusion, cook. <laughs> you know me with my blood transfusions. Come on, cook. Isaiah drew some blood. <laughs> yeah. He was playing around with needles. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Copious amounts of ass sex. <laughs> it, I got bored, Cook. You sound, you sound like Clubber Lang. Come on, Creed. Come on, Creed. <laughs> it's that damn Jerry Bus. Yeah. When you come down and be a real man, <laughs> I got AIDS. Hey, Cook. woman. Hey, woman. Bow, boy. Come on, Cook. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I just don't know how I did it. But I'm reading this story yesterday, and I'm like, you tell me this in 1991. You tell me those four things. O.J.'s a murderer, but he went to jail for theft. Bill Cosby raped a bunch of people during the Cosby show. He's in jail and still alive. Blind, by the way. 
And first gender is a woman. Now pile in and uh, <laughs> Magic Johnson is an endorser for vaccinations. I'm like, well, yeah, that's awesome. He's alive? Oh, yeah, he cures the AIDS. What? And there's no fanfare about it. Wait a minute. We cure AIDS and there's no fanfare? I think if I went back in time and told you about cell phones, you'd be less impressed than if I told you, by the way, they cure AIDS and there's not a party. What? Yep, no party. That shuts down so many fundraisers. <laughs> but, I mean, if Future Boy came back and said AIDS goes away, we never say a thing about it. We never part. By the way, there's driverless cars, no celebration. None. You know, uh, people from the 80s, that big That'd dream. Good. The dream you've got of, like, uh, video phones. You know how we make that all science fiction? That shows up and nobody even bats an eye. Just, it just becomes. About time. And they're, they'd be like, what? I'm like, yeah, you got phones. We just talk to each other, looking at each other on these little boxes. Tiny little boxes. You do? How awesome was that the day that was invented? Don't even know when it happened. All right. It just started. That'd be a good one to figure out. Okay, so you take the four that you're talking about, Bruce Jenner. What would be the next future four? Twenty I, years well, from now. Look, the next I, twenty years can't be predicted because what's going on now when people are switching so genders and like there's too too much goofiness that I can't predictions are out. But I mean that phone thing. What we take for granted with that and driverless cars would be like if Henry Ford rolled out the first Model T and goes, look, automobile. And we're like, yeah, big deal. That and then we just started driving around. The phone um, goes away. Yeah, but for what? Now it's basically it's in, you oh, know. And that's the same thing, though. Yeah. I see, now that's, the, just, to me, the phone came out of nowhere. Like the way it works. Like, I never anticipated having But now it's like of, the, the Neuralink phone, Oh, yeah, but basically. all of mankind's inventions are in my hand all of mankind's history times 10 is in my hand the knowledge of everything that's ever happened on the planet i hold i never imagined that as a future thing when i was young the phone the the thing i wanted floating cars and video phones we got video phones and nobody saw we cured aids we don't celebrate anything anymore we cured aids we got porn on the go we've got porn i mean right there i mean come on (laughs) Brett nails it. If I'd have told you, it's a, not you so much, Brady, but if I went back, Brady, Brady, that's disgusting. What kind of Sodom and Gomorrah are you living in? All right, enough of you. You're going to suck in the future. The uh, uh, But if I went back to tell a uh, 15-year-old Brett, hey, stop fingering these chicks at Big Surf. Just wait. Because <laughs> in about 15, 16 years, within a couple seconds, you got porn in your hands. Ah, and me- you're going to have a fembot in the closet. Yeah, I would. I'm out. I would stand by that beaded curtain at Video Paradise on Warner and Alma School and just be like, "Guys, this is. Trust me, this creepy, weird moment where you act like you want to rent weekend at Bernie's and you wait for nobody to look and you slip into the back room, like all of us did. Oh my God, is that dude blowing himself? (laughs) And then you giggle and run away because the boxes were the size of a 50 inch television screen. They didn't match the other movies you wanted to rent. Those are over. Those days are over. The embarrassment is over. It's, you're right. You're 100% right. Porn. If you go back in time and tell everybody about Magic and Caitlin and Bill Cosby and OJ, they'd be like, geez, that's brutal. What do you got that's good? Video phones and porn. Constant porn. Nonstop. How so? It's in a little tiny machine we all carry around. A porn machine? We don't call it that, but essentially that's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah, <laughs> We call it a phone, oddly enough. We, we never use it for a phone. We always use it for porn, but it's still called a phone. 
Why don't you call it a porn machine? Yeah, I don't <laughs> it's know. Essentially, it's what a it phone. Is. Yeah, we don't. Oh, this thing with a cord on it's a phone where you make phone calls. Yeah, I know. I don't know why, but we call it a phone. It has nothing to do with it. It's got a phone in it, but I use the calculator more. <laughs> I use the flashlight. It's a flashlight. Before it's a phone, it's a flashlight. It's a calculator. It's a porn invention. It's uh, information. It's uh, checking stocks. It's where's my money. Uh, it is never. Only because I know Doug Hopkins is it still a phone. That dude loves the phone. He it's a text. Ma- oh, Doug loves calling. He called a couple times the other day. I don't have my. I don't have a ringer. I, I managed to figure out how to just never have it ring or alert me. My is that way. I don't. Yeah. So he doesn't believe me. I called three times. I'm like, I didn't hear the thing. I don't have a ringer. Oh, you got a ringer. Just ignoring me. I'm like, well, there's truth to that. But <laughs> I didn't see that you'd called because I'm not looking at the thing. And I got a text that just says, I miss you. Because <laughs> that's how he knows it. And I have to go look on the phone. Oh, yeah, I got three calls from Doug. Doug and Spam. That's it. But other than that, this thing is not a phone at all. Time machine boy. I want to go back and break the news just to just to realize what we should stop taking for granted. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Magic Johnson is completely better. Uh, there was absolutely no fanfare about the the cure of AIDS, and he's now a spokesman for vaccines. <laughs> vaccines, not even for AIDS. Not even a vaccine. N- nothing. Vaccine for respiratory illness for old people because he's so old. Come on. It's amazing. Where's our wonderment? Where's our surprise? People used to go to world's fairs to see these new inventions and lose their minds over moving pictures and talkies and all. They never just were like, yeah, well, there's that thing now. That's new. Hmm. We're so unimpressed with everything. We should have a belated We Cured AIDS party and invite Magic out. Because. Just to if, congratulate him. Just he deserves it, and he's so pretty does, quiet about that. I don't know why. I, I don't know why all of us are. AIDS is—you don't even have to be afraid of it. They got commercials now where they're like, "You got HIV? Don't worry about that. You can still dance with this giant Indian." <laughs> huh? But I've got HIV. No big deal. <laughs> Doctors don't even tell you it's bad anymore. You got HIV? Ah, oh, nuts. Am I going to die? <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's some Big Tarvey. Now go f- that giant Indian. Get hitched. Yeah, you can get married and everything. What, I've got HIV. Do I have to tell people? Not really. The stuff we're giving you is going to make it so it doesn't even show up. All right. I got an email from a lady who's a medical something or other, and she calls herself the syphilis queen, and she was mad at me. She's like, I love everything you say. I, I agree with almost everything you say, but when you said the other day that, that it's hard to catch STDs, uh, even though she did agree that the kids are the worst STD and, like that you can get. She goes, please don't do that anymore. She goes, I see babies born with syphilis. They've got no chance. Well, that's two STDs. And again, I still go back to the numbers. What was it? Uh, 900 out of every 100,000 or something like that? Um, it wasn't that much. Yeah, it's... Your odds are great that you're not going to catch something. But she, she asked me to make a public service announcement. said, it's still bad. Yeah, but that number, you know... Well, don't get pregnant. Wear rubber if you're still shooting fire. If you're still, you get a flamethrower, you don't aim it at trees. And that's essentially what your wiener is with ovaries. I mean, it's you're basically playing with fire. So, yeah, wrap it up for that. But STDs aren't scary anymore. They cured them, all of them. When, when AIDS commercial. was on its peak, you had the people that were talking about watch out 
They call them gift givers. Yeah, those people that would try to hand you AIDS. Now it's a commercial during Wheel of Fortune that it's no big deal to have it. Old people handle this information. Like, yep, they cured that. Nobody knows how or why. <laughs> Ask anyone, is AIDS cured? And they're like, I haven't heard much about AIDS. I think it might be. No party. Remember Eddie Murphy's old thing? When The day they cure AIDS. If you can't get laid the day they cure AIDS. Because he, it was back in the 80s when we oh, used yeah. to celebrate accomplishments. And when they cured polio, it was a huge announcement. They had dudes just running door to door to give you the shot. People were like all just aiming their arms at them. And, get me, get me. Oh, what a day. Big headlines in the paper. Polio vaccine found. Now AIDS gets cured and we're like, mm, whatever. <laughs> AIDS. Are you even afraid of it? No. No. It used to be sort of scary. This guy says, if banging magic was the cure for AIDS, would you give up your gay virginity? If I had AIDS and the only way to get rid of AIDS is to have sex with Magic Johnson? Yes. Bring on the chocolate and the baron. Bring that bad mother effer up. Come on, Cook. I got to fix his ass. You going to have sex with that agey man? Cook, I'm the... I fixed that, Cook. Come on, Cookie. Oh, now, Craig. Captain, I got to do this. Yeah, I got to do it, Cap. Look, Cap. Okay, Magic, you got to go cure some AIDS now. Right, Jerry Butts. We all been watching the winning time. I'm going to out there and kiss my AIDS, Cook. Yeah, I'd do it in a second. Whatever Magic says, he's my czar of health. Period. End of story. No questions asked. And nobody nobody celebrates anything anymore. If they cured blindness, I think we'd be like, meh, whatever. We're just so indifferent. And you know whose generation? It was our generation's fault. It was Lollapalooza that created this. Everybody's? Every, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say, it created our bleh, attitude towards everything. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. Lollapalooza. You watch the Lollapalooza crowd and like, meh, this band. Meh. And all the songs are kind of like, everything's kind of average. Well, it's all the grunge. It's grunge. It yeah. was grunge. And I loved grunge. But grunge created a generation of people that were unimpressed with everything. This indifference of meh. Cured AIDS. We don't even party. Yeah, I mean, you could even go back to Brady. In all honesty, from 2023 back to 1987 Brady and tell them little handheld porn machine coming your way in a few years. And you're going to like it. Oh, I'll never. You'll, you're going to like it. <laughs> Trust me. It's unavoidable. It was exciting when, you know, you could put a car phone in. Oh, car phones. The bag were, phone. You'd the run out to, to the parking lot to see it. What do you have? Oh, Jim Ortiz has a car phone in his Jeep. What? I don't believe you. And you'd go out and see that giant grocery sack in. of... <laughs> Let's make a call. <laughs> All right, that's cool. <laughs> and we were still like, that's the neatest thing I've ever seen. I heard that guy's, like, noises. <laughs> yeah, we're unimpressed. We could just... I mean, jetpacks were delivered, delivering pizza at a concert. And we're like, no, stupid. <laughs> Why? 
I get emails from people still to this. Those dumb. Thought those dead packs were going to deliver pizza. You're an idiot. I watched it happen. Yeah, but it was only at one concert. All right, it's got to start somewhere. It's f-ing amazing. It's not like they invented the phone. He uh, Alexander was calling everybody. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else had oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. All right, let's just get these out to everyone. In a few days, everyone will be sick of it. Yeah, you're right. We remember yeah. when Alexander Graham Bell's first words on the phone because we were so blown away by it. Watson, come here, I need you. <gasps> this thing works. <laughs> this is going to change everything. And what was remember the 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 Morse code one or whatever it was? Samuel Morse's words were uh what hath God wrought upon us. That's right. He, <laughs> he thought, thought it was for the, sure, like, the, oh, the devil. no. I can communicate with somebody in New Mexico if they've got one of these, too. What hath God brought upon us? And he invented it. And he was afraid that it was like, we're going to start talking to people we shouldn't be talking to. Internet shows up. Nah. Big deal. We got to start being impressed by stuff again. This, this Waymo thing. That should be impressing all of us. I've watched a couple moves Waymo makes, and I'm like, dude, you're going to kill some people. I only see him pulling off to the side in an empty parking lot. Yeah, staging. A lot. And it's creepy. It's like it's like it's the clones. It's the robot clones. It's the beginning of them kind of knowing where the other ones are. Yeah, it happens here at Video West. Our parking lot should be close. I don't know if we have a rule where we're like, don't park your Waymos this here. This is like a hub. Well, it's close because they're all over Scottsdale. But the... Uh, like, our parking lot should be a staging area. I've watched them. One uh, pulled in the other day, and I was just waiting for the others. Because once they're like, okay, here's a safe spot, they tell each other. That th- that thing the other day was football with the Andy's Rooms game. Did you see any of that? When uh, they did the football I, game? No. Kirby watched a little bit of it. Did you watch it? any of it? I didn't. Do you know what they were doing? Live action animation. It animated the game as it was being played. Real time. And it was weird because... She said it was really confusing. Not what I was looking at. She must have been drinking. Well... Because it was literally just cartoon characters playing football. And they were just... And it was exactly what was going on in real life. In Andy's room. And if the Jaguars would score a touchdown, then buzz and woody would dance and like what in the world is going on i thought it was silly till i saw it like i would actually watch bad football games like this because you're still getting the football game but you know different eye candy (laughs) a load of it and i'm also marveling at like how did they do that like when trevor lawrence scrambled for a 17 yard like you play it like live versus what was going on, and it's matched it like step a for step, tenth of a second off. It's not even. It's it's pretty much as it's. I happened. get that sometimes just on the streaming platforms that the yeah, mouth doesn't yeah. match up with the uh, sure audio. This was animating live things as they were happening, and didn't really glitch up at all. I don't know what kind of technology that is, or how bad it's going to end up being used against us, but. I was typical. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I just didn't know what it was. I didn't know that was happening. I just thought it was the characters were running around the field and stuff because they just kind of superimposed them on. I don't know. I guess I'm from the generation where when satellite television came out, we had like a, as the greatest thing ever. They didn't have to have the big cell. I used, we used to go to those people's houses. They had a quarter acre lot and their whole backyard was 
trying to land a space shuttle was that giant that dish thing. had to move yeah. and it'd take forever God for it to forbid, change channels. God and, forbid your neighbor had one. Because sometimes in the middle of the evening, you just hear... Ah, <laughs> oh, they're turning the channels. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the satellite's moving. Just probably firing cancer at everybody. Then they invented, uh, you know, the one that's the well, size they came of a out dinner with the plate. small dishes because the weren't allowed the bigger dishes weren't allowed in in uh my neighborhood well sure you had a lot but of they're rules. mostly designed for rural areas sure but that didn't stop you people get the cable out there you would occasionally see but that, i think that had something to do with hoas you'd occasionally see dude in regular neighborhood right with it was a big thing, thing. <laughs> yep they just didn't want them in the uh and i remember that was the first time porn once again i was at my yeah. aunt trisha's house in lowell indiana and we were in the basement, and I learned this remote, which was humongous. And there was a Bible of channels. Denver? I can watch everything that's happening on Denver. And then I'm flipping through, and I'm like, adult? I was like 14. What's this then? And sure enough, there was a whole load in the 80s that we didn't even know about. Adult channels available on satellite. A load of them. Precursor to the future. And I know that my Uncle Dave and Aunt Trisha were in their bedrooms listening to every three seconds as I found, oh, geez, this is a Asian twinks. <laughs> I didn't realize how much that satellite made noise when I'd move it around a lot until I was out back once and Dave was watching TV. And I'm like, does that happen every time you turn a channel? Yeah, if you make kind of a drastic move. Uh, Denver Nightly News to uh, 69 anal sluts is probably a pretty drastic move. Yeah, that's a different category. Yeah, I'm sorry I woke you guys then. I apologize. <laughs> I definitely woke you. It's porn, porn direction. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the whole thing turns purple. Uh-oh, John's downstairs jerking off again. Uh, anyway, marvel at it. We've got a lot going on here. Maybe it's just too much. We just don't have time to celebrate. You cured AIDS, goddammit. Anyway, Syphilis Queen says thank you. Thanks for telling people not to get syphilis. I shouldn't have to tell you that. And also, even though Laura's telling me, it's pretty hard to catch. Keep Just don't make babies. Don't make babies. Babies, babies are the worst STD. They can try to scare you with herpes and syphilis. And all. Syphilis is cured. Sorry about that, Laura, but it is. It's all cured. But babies are the worst ones. If you're looking at somebody and you're thinking, I hope this person doesn't give me syphilis, you should also not want to have a child with that person. If you're worried they give you syphilis, this is not the mother of your babies. This isn't someone you want to have hanging around. Words to live by. Yeah, those are words to live by. I thought you might give me herpes. Turns out you just got pregnant. Oh, I rather had herpes. Herpes has a salve. Babies don't. And you get one of them syphilis babies like she's telling me, and then you got that nightmare to live with forever. So oh. just stop making Condoms are for babies and babies only. Syphilis, they give you a shot for that. You'll be fine. Now you're going to get another? No, she already emailed me and said thanks. Yeah. Because I'm being more responsible, but she knows I'm right. A thousand out of a hundred thousand? That's one percent. I'm not getting it. (laughs) It's so hard. So hard. You just don't have sex with anybody who graduated from ASU or goes to ASU. Or lives by ASU. You won't catch anything. Trust me. Did you live by ASU? <laughs> Have in you the ever 80s? lived near? What is the closest you've ever been to ASU for uh, like a seventy-two hour period? 
I was in Tempe for three solid days. Okay, I can't have sex with you. It's the new Camp Lejeune commercials. (laughs) (laughs) How close were you to ASU from 1989 to 2022? Jeez, I was there for a week. Oh, God. Yeah, you're in this class action syphilis lawsuit. You got it just for sitting down at the coffee plantation in the 80s. Uh, it's 721. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brett? Hopefully Wake up something song. that cures AIDS. Yeah. Wake up song time brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Weather is nice, and it is time to get that bike out of the garage and start taking advantage of the weather. So bring it on over to Action Ride Shop. Get $10 off a full bike tune-up. Just mention KUPD. Uh, they got all kinds of bikes on sale right now. And uh, on the 21st of this month, they're having their big sidewalk sale. So all kinds of used bikes, boards. Uh, clothing, everything you can imagine that Action Ride Shop's got is going to be on sale and out front. So go to actionrideshop.com. Get all the details on it. Uh, on the list, we got Trivium, Motley Crue, because apparently it's Tommy uh, Lee's birthday, Falling in Reverse, Mastodon Raw, Audio Slave, and then uh, Foo Fighters, since it's the uh, the big show tonight. Tommy Lee 61. Out there at the pavilion. Tommy Lee 61. Yep. By the way, somebody just said, did you know we cured deafness? He said, uh, I what? see this, yeah, commercial, <laughs> Brady's got a commercial for these hearing aids and implants. And uh, there's a whole commercial where a guy's hearing for the very first time in his life. My brain struggled to understand it because I didn't recall there was like an announcement that we'd cured it. I have seen that commercial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, President John emails in and goes, wait, did you say it's only a 1,000 out of a 100,000 that's got something? Where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> Go get them, John. Mike Ice says, wrap your glizzy. That's his advice. Thanks, Mike Ice. Dude who gave you COVID is t- giving health advice? Yeah. You're yeah. the opposite of Magic Johnson, Mike Ice. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about the pandemic? Evidently, it's going to be a big deal. <laughs> Your turn, Brady. You're safe. I wrapped my glizzy. <laughs> I'm wearing a rubber. We're good. <laughs> Pipe down on health needs, Mike Ice. The health yeah. Hey, it helps our Mike Ice. March, late March of 2020. Brady. <laughs> I know the news says it's bad. You want to golf with me? <laughs> sure. All right, we'll ride together. Okay. Give me a hug. Let's do a selfie. Oh, oh. It's your, it's your shot, Brady. He's you the guy sound that pretty tells bad. You, he's the guy that tells you that. You don't sound good, man. Like <laughs> yeah, Ice is the one. Decided to honk on everybody when the news was like, God, if you even have the sniffles, stay at home. I got to force some head talking stick. I got to get out. You want to join me? It's just allergies. It's worth the risk. Okay. My guy's giving health advice. <laughs> I wish your mom and dad would wrap their glizzy. <laughs> Mike. Uh, all right. What do you want to go with there, Bert? Uh, I say white limo or low. Because it's well, Foo Fighters tonight. tonight. Yeah. That's right. Uh, continuing on. Uh, I love white limo. Low's also pretty damn solid. Yeah. Damn it. Do we go with the newer of the heavier Foo? We could do a double shot. Wait, Let's do a double shot. Yeah, They're the only hell? two and a half minutes. All right, we'll do white limo and low. Three minutes and three and a half minutes. We're good. White ha- limo. Happy is birthday, Tommy awesome. Lee. We just finished some food. It's foo night. The foo's in town. Go to a concert tonight, not catch anything. There's a 
one percent chance. Don't go with Mike Ice. Yeah, don't go with Mike Ice. He will. he's the one percent you want to avoid. That dude's got it. He's telling you to wrap up the glizzy because he's going to give it to you. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 